Miracy. I'm Craig Handley, and you are listening to Making It. I run Listen Trust, which is a call center with close to a thousand amazing human beings. And I have another business called Social Close. Close like in selling, not in what you wear. I grew up and I've always wanted to be a musician. And when I was in high school, I did all the musicals and, you know, I was in chorus and all state and all those things. And I had a dream to go to Berkeley or Juilliard. I applied to both. I got accepted. But lo and behold, you know, you have to pay for those things. And I didn't have the money to pay for Berkeley or Juilliard. So I ended up going to the U.S. Army to create revenue so I could pay for college. And the U.S. Army is great. And I'm really proud to have served my country. And it was a great experience. And I would never trade it for anything in the world. But uh, it didn't really give me money to go to Berkeley. It gave me $750 a month, which I used to pay my rent. So fast forward, you know, many years, uh, I ended up kind of doing a side turn into I was good at sales too. I had a lot of talent around sales. So I did some door-to-door selling. I ended up in a call center. I was really good at it. I was helping other people build call centers. So I built Listen Trust, which is in Mexico, and we service the U.S. market and the U.S. Spanish-speaking market. And I got about a thousand employees down there. When I'm talking to the employees, I started really talking about our comp plan and how we route phone calls based on performance and based on revenue per call. And I said, you know, really, the better you are at your job. And then I just asked some people, I said, well, what are your dreams? What did you want to do when you were young? And one of them wanted to open a restaurant. And one of them wanted to open a gym for children to learn how to box. And another person wanted to build a dog rescue. And we had a lawyer in the room. And he wanted to be a lawyer, but he couldn't find work. And so I started putting plans together for them to take all the passions that they had and turn it into a side hustle. I explained that the better you do on phones, the more calls you're going to get. And the more money you can make on your phone calls and the sooner you can quit and go live your own dream. And as we really started to preach this whole hired to quit philosophy, we found that really only 5% of the people that you hire have big dreams and really want to go out and quit. But by caring for people and what their dreams and their goals are, most people had simple goals. They wanted a home. They wanted a car. They want to go on vacation annually with their family. Most people have such simple dreams that while focusing on those dreams and helping people, you know, people are amazing. And if you believe in them, I just wanted to believe in people because I didn't feel like I had that support growing up. It's not that my parents didn't believe in me, but they said, hey, music, why don't you get a real job and then you can do music on the side. And I believe that everybody has a passion or purpose and they need to follow it and find it in order to be happy, truly happy. But when I went skydiving, I went to Memphis where I was the 85th civilian to jump out of an airplane from over 30,000 feet. So anytime I try to do something, I say, okay, if I'm going to do something, what is the extreme version? I didn't just go to Africa and do a safari. I went to Africa and I did a safari. I also went to the World Cup finals and semifinals. I abseiled down Table Mountain. I went and visited the penguins at the very tip of Africa where you could see where the Indian Ocean meets the Atlantic. And man, how the water even changes colors and how many shipwrecks have happened in that exact spot because of the way the currents clash against each other. And it's just, I'm fascinated by the world. I tried to build a lot of punch into events or experiences within my life. I just wrote a song for Doritos because they asked for a song, but I didn't just do the song. I went out and did a video too. (laughs) So I went to the oldest school in America with military kids. And I got their marching band to learn 
how to play the song that I wanted to play. And then we filmed them walking onto the field. And hopefully it's uh, a video that goes out during March Madness. They, you know, they're talking about using my commercial during the tournament. And so I just, I don't believe in doing anything small. I think the most successful of us don't believe we've made it. I think we remember what it's like, and I'm speaking for other entrepreneurs that maybe look like they've made it. And I know in many ways, you know, when you're in that 1%, you have made it, but I certainly don't feel like I've made it yet because I haven't done all the things I want to do. So for me, everything that I've ever done was because I wanted to be a musician. And so today I use music and combine it with marketing. And I've also written over a hundred records this past year where I'm bringing them to like Ed Sheeran or other big name artists. And for me, I'll feel like I've made it when I win my Grammy. That's one of my big goals is to win a Grammy. I've probably had the fleeting feeling that I've made it maybe once or twice, but for the most part, I'm still not where I want to be. So I'm not happy with where I am yet. You know, I mean, I'm happy with the wins, but boy, do I have a lot more. I want Dream Trust to be taught in Fortune 500 companies. I want people treating employees like family more often in this world. You know, I want to be the Archangel Michael and be the voice for thousands of entrepreneurs out there in the social media marketing space where I can share my marketing wisdom and allow them to have a voice and communicate their message to thousands of people. So there's so many things I want to do still that I haven't even thought I've made it. I mean, it's very passing when it happens. To be a successful entrepreneur, a lot of people don't understand that it's primarily your relationships to carry you. And so if you're in an industry, if you talk about like Brian Epstein with the Beatles, who had to go through hundreds of no's before he got a yes. Well, the reason that those people are successful is every time he got a no, he was also building relationships. And so when you're in a space and you get all those no's, but in order to get to the no's, you have to get a lot of yeses to even get the appointment to get the no. And so you start learning more and more people and more and more people. And I got to tell you, if you want something bad enough, you'll get a break. Now, I also just wrote a record called What If God Is Deaf? And I want you to think about that. I don't believe prayers are going to help anybody. I believe that God or Buddha or aliens or the Matrix or whatever, I believe they're deaf. I think they look at us down on our little earth or whatever, and they go, I wonder what that guy wants. I have found that when I write things down on a piece of paper and show it to the sky, and I really don't get this, but it all 100% of the things I've written on a piece of paper and showed it to the universe have happened. But the other piece to that is you have to be actively pursuing that passion. You can't just pray and go, boy, I hope I get this. No, you have to actively do it. So whatever in the universe, when they look down as to who you are and what you're doing, they go, oh, I see what he's trying to do. Let me help. You know. And so I have this philosophy that whatever you're looking at, God or whoever, I don't think they hear us. I think they see us if you're spiritual, right? Whatever it is, I think they see, I don't think they hear. And so I think it's hard for them to understand what they want. So my record, What If God Is Deaf, I think could be a really great record. So pretty excited about it. And that's just what I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know how it works, but it always works. My number one piece of advice for wannabe entrepreneurs is to find some mentors, Really find out what you really love to do and what you're great at and make sure you have people around you that will do the things you're not great at. So I'm probably compared to most standards, I'm great at operations, but I don't like operations and it's not where I am the greatest. So I like to work with an operations person to give them my feedback, then I don't want to be involved in the execution, right? I want to just be involved in the follow-up. 
And so in my business, social close and listen trust, I do that. I just kind of allow my genius to be in the marketing space. And I focus on the areas that I love to be involved in. And the areas where I'm not crazy about, I add my genius to where it's supposed to be and allow the people that are supposed to execute to go execute. And I think when you finally have made it, you're sitting in a place where you're comfortable for maybe the first time in your life with who you are and what you do and what you're trying to do. And if people don't like it, you don't care anymore. And making it does mean that you're in this business or in this world just to give back and to enjoy the reward of living without fear, living in trust in in that giving space. I'm Craig Handley. You've been listening to Making It. You can find me at Craig Handley on almost any social media platform. That's Handley, handle with a Y. And of course, Craig at Social Close or Craig at Listen Trust. I'm pretty easy to find. Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Just Between Coaches. This episode of Making It was produced by Danny Bermant and Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb is a supervising producer. Danny Innie is our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. So you catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.